Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Charles, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up? And uh, she doesn't have to be uh, on the air, but she's joining us here in the studio. Charles' sister, um, what's going on? Hi. And uh, Charles, introduce your sister for hey, everyone. Hey, it's Christina, and it's her birthday That's today. right. And she is exactly one years old. Woo! And she can speak uh, eloquently uh, uh, for one year. Bill, baby, Carl, one years old. Girl. One years old. Wow. Can you well, imagine? Uh, she just uh, said hi. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Can you say hi again for us? Can you say hi? Oh, oh my God. She already talks at one years old. That's pretty amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, no, seriously, though, thank you for joining us. Uh, we got lots of things to get to. This week, uh, our highlights include a death at Lollapalooza this past weekend, unfortunately. Uh, Blink-182 having to cancel their own show uh, due to the El Paso shooting as well. Tool's new album artwork, length, and amount of songs revealed this week. Treasure Island Festival calling it quits. Desert Days Festival, on the other hand, announcing its huge lineup, which is pretty solid, i got to say. White Stripes 20th Anniversary, their debut uh, record, is being released. Uh, with a deluxe edition. Bam Margera entering rehab. Disney announcing a huge bundle package that some people streaming out there might be interested in hearing about. New Apple credit card has arrived. So much more. So that's all happening in this episode. And also, uh, congrats to Steven in Colorado. Won a copy of Jimi Hendrix Both Sides of the uh, Sky last month. Steven. All you got to do, guys, is text the word podcast to 68683. Go through steps, confirm your entry. We got some giveaways. The new Woodstock 50th Anniversary 2 CD set. We just got those in. Also, uh, Megadeth's 3 CD set, Warheads on Foreheads, kind of a greatest uh, hits collection. Long Strange Trip, Untold Story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray as well. Nice. Your choice, just text the word podcast, 68683. There you go. Now, you guys, last week you covered um, that Woodstock finally just took a, took a shit, right? Finally pulled the plug on yeah. that thing. Yep. Took the horse out back and shot it. Oh, my God. It was uh, <laughs> an end to a, a ridiculous and kind of crazy saga, that really whole was. Woodstock thing. Unfortunately, kind of dragged the name through the mud, and he was the original guy, and everybody said not to do it, and he couldn't do it, and yeah. he was trying to prove him wrong, and it, they ended up being right, and yep. he just should have kind of stayed away from it. Definitely not going to be a Disney movie, that's for sure. <laughs> like an inspirational film. Uh no, it's it's more like a what's that one with the festival that uh, all went to shit, uh, the fire festival. Oh yeah, 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 with all the tents and stuff. You and, know, yeah. and that's what it would have ended up being like. Everybody would have would have went to his festival and been like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, you know? like it would have been all this. You know. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry, Woodstock. New albums out this week, August 9th, twenty nineteen, from Electric Youth, Half Alive, Maria Hackman. Ra Ra Riot, Rick Ross has a new one. Slipknot's new album is out. Strung Out's new album is out. The Regrets, Tori Kelly, and Why. Oh. All new music. Whoa, whoa. Why is album title? What is that? Okay, Ohio? Wait, AOK Ohio. That's about as good as I could do. AOK Ohio. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Check that out. Uh, all right, so as I mentioned, let's get the bad news out of the way first. Uh, a Lollapalooza attendee passed away after suffering a medical emergency 
during the festival on Saturday night. He was 24. He was Ooh. taken to the hospital in critical condition, later died. Apparently, this is the second straight year a person has died after attending Lollapalooza. Oh. The circumstances uh, surrounding the death are still being investigated. Last year, a 16-year-old boy passed away due to an accidental overdose. The overall amount of people taken to the hospital was down to 116 this year from 160 in 2019, although arrests spiked from 12 to 31. Oh, so, wow. Uh, they had more people in the uh, in the prison or the whatever you call it, the holding area, than they did in the hospital this year. I'm so. surprised more people don't die during those festivals. That's crazy, though, 16-year-old overdosing. I mean, he probably was a rookie, didn't know what was going on, oh, went yeah. to a festival, and they're like, oh, yeah, here's some... You know, some Molly or something. Yeah, exactly. And he probably, a lot of those kids, I mean, if you're listening and you guys are of the age of like, you know, 16 to 25, don't, especially with synthetic drugs and people from people you don't know. Yeah. Don't fucking do more than a tiny ass bit of it Yeah. Uh, to make sure it's legit. Don't like double down when you think it's not kicking in and yeah. and then you're like, you know, that's the classic mistake, right? That's usually what happens. I and I love the message that you gave there cuz it, it 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 actually wasn't It's <laughs> not a very good was, message. But. It actually wasn't don't do drugs. It was hey, do it kid, smart. hey kids, only take a dabble. Just a little bit. Seriously, don't take a bunch of fucking tabs of something that you don't Tip know what it is, nail. you know. Yeah. And they honestly, they have but kits. But that's realistic. And they have kits out there. I, uh, honestly, they, they have um, testing kits that police uh, use, and they're made to the public. Yeah. Uh, where you could buy them on Amazon, where you can test if it's pure MDMA, oh, if yeah. it's pure whatever you're trying to do. You can at least test it to make sure that it's not like cut with a bunch of fucking rat poison or something. Oh, my God. I bet that, that really screwed up. It'll like, be like drug that dealers. guy on uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And he's like, give me my vial of medication. Yeah. Give him the rat poison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry, kid. Right. Check, please. Uh, all right. Uh, Blink-182 having to postpone their El Paso show because of the shooting that happened over the weekend. I'm sure you guys have already heard about mm-hmm. all that. We're not going to delve into all that stuff necessarily tonight. We are going to talk about it in our In Memoriam section later in the episode. But Mark Hoppus, he was um, tweeting that the bandmates were on lockdown in their hotel during the shootings saying he was en route to the mall where the Walmart was located, where the security team informed him that there was an active shooter there. Wow. They were actually on the way. Wow. And they had to like turn around, go back to the hotel, and get on lockdown because it was that crazy. That's nuts. 21-year-old guy um, taken into custody. He's actually, he didn't kill himself, and he actually surrendered. He like put his stuff down as the police yeah. were there. So at least maybe this guy will go to trial and you know rot in a prison cell. I don't know. I think they should still do the death well, penalty yeah, for... People like that, honestly, you know. They're um, seeking the death penalty, and I talked to somebody about this for a while because I was wondering, is is that what he wants? Is, does he want probably. to be a mar- martyr for the I think a lot of these people do. Community? A lot of these people are suicidal already and yeah. depressed, and they feel like, I'm going to do, go out doing something for a cause. You yeah. Know? And I think that's, you know, and I don't know. It's kind of like you're giving him what he wants. It's, it's, it's almost better to let him rot away in a prison cell, maybe – He'll get, you know, harassed and stabbed and stuff yeah. in prison, and I would rather have that. Yeah, Especially yeah. for, like, molesters and things like that, too, right? Yeah. Like a priest. I wouldn't want him to, like, be executed necessarily, but, like, be in prison where they, like, yeah. take, have street justice on that priest. Oh, yeah. Forever for his life. And he, has to, and he has to sing in a high-pitched voice, <laughs> like, in a choir. I would rather then... have that, you know, like, you know, is as twisted as that sounds. I you... would, for those guys that do that twisted stuff, oh, I yeah. think they should... 
get it back, you know, one hundred percent. They're getting a pineapple. They shouldn't get the easy way out, you know. That shit. It pisses me off when these guys like shoot a a, a whole room of people and then shoot yeah. themselves. And it's like, what a motherfucker! You yeah, know? that like, is the easy way out. Yeah. You know, um, there's a there's a a Black Mirror episode that's really crazy about this lady who her torment she goes through like this whole. Okay. You know, I I can't give it away, but I, I think wow. it's like in season two Say or it season in a three. vague way. I mean, you so, know, people probably don't, don't care if you're a, a a huge fan of Black Mirror and there's yeah. a little bit of a spoiler here. So maybe skip it a tiny bit if you don't want to be spoiled but just tell it in a general oh, way so, so for the whole episode this lady's running from all these people that are kind of trying to get her and they're terrorizing her and the whole time she's scared as shit man like she can't she can't really focus and on these it. are like kind of like running around real quick side note if yeah. oh, i haven't seen a lot of black mirror stuff i've only seen two episodes oh man you're missing is out. it mostly like a twilight zone type of thing where each episode is in its own world it's twilight and its zone own characters type yep. of thing but it's all Te- it's all technology based. Every single right. episode is technology Modern. based. So yeah, it's no, it's it's actually like it has something to do with like computers. Like every episode is like a new kind of twist on hmm. a, a technological advance. Okay, so it is like Twilight Zone. But in this episode, it turns out that her that was her punishment, like for doing this horrendous thing, and she had her memory wiped. And so she's every every day she's on this TV show where people terrorize the shit out of her for like. For like maybe six hours straight, and then she finds out. Yeah, that's pretty fucked yep. up, right? And then they erase her memory again. Then she does it again the next day, and it's like that's her. Yeah, that's, her punishment. that's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that's cool. Well, that's that's a good example of kind of. Oh, look! Know, look at that! But oh look at this line. Okay, let's move on to some more positive news. Had to get the bad news out of the way. Uh, so let's cheer it up. Look at that. Let's cheer it up around here with a new festival. Well, it's not a new festival. Ween. It's and been Wu-Tang. this this festival has slowly been putting out solid lineups for the past five years. Whoa. And I think this is definitely their best one yet. Uh, it's Desert Days out here in California with Wu Tang Clan doing thirty six chambers, Ween doing chocolate and cheese, wow. Flaming Lips doing the soft bulletin, and Devo's farewell tour. Those are the four headliners. No. Not including Flying Lotus 3D, uh, Stereo Lab, Animal Collective, Claypool, Lennon, Delirium, Black Angels, The Locust, wow. Parquet Courts, Fred Armisen doing some comedy. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It says, comedy for musicians, uh, but everyone is welcome. And Yeah. Put, put, yeah <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, a ween, uh, Chocolate and Cheese is actually my favorite ween album. Uh, Crumb, White Fence, Pussy Riot, Lightning Bolt, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. I actually played them on the garage couple weeks ago. Nice. Uh, the funny name, man, that stands out. Dumbo Gets Mad. That's I have some funny, funny names. Uh, George Clanton. Violets, uh, some funny names. Frankie and the Witch Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Good one, Frankie. Frankie and the Witch Fingers. That's good. Uh, all right, so check that out. That's going on. It was just announced uh, October 10th through the 13th. Four days. Wow. That's crazy. Moreno Beach, named after me. Nice. Uh, Lake Paris, California. So check nice. that out. Desert Days. Dot org. That's days with a Z. Uh, so there you go. Blah, blah, blah. Let's move on to some other news about festivals. Uh, as one's putting out a great lineup, another one is calling it quits. And it's sad because it was a really cool little festival for a while. Hmm. Treasure Island Music Festival. Did you ever see the lineups and things about no. Treasure Island? No, Ooh. I just I just know that it's Treasure Island is a very, very uh, popular place for pirates to go. <laughs> It is, and now swap meets. Oh, now swap meets. That's the that's the main thing that yes. happens on Yar. Treasure Island. Yeah. Yar. Hey, would you like a churro? Would you like a knockoff Chinese snake? <laughs> yes. 
know. <laughs> oh, don't rub it too much. The paint will come off on you. It's got like lead poisoning. We are to and fro. We are. <laughs> Uh, no, shit, but Treasure, Treasure Island now, uh, after 12 years, they've had uh, 10 years of pretty solid lineups. The first years were a little wonky, but they had some pretty good ones. I think they had Tom York one of the years oh, yeah. as the headliner. A lot of more of like indie electronic college chart type of bands, mm-hmm. but um, they did did some pretty good stuff. So, unfortunately, they're you know just having to back out. Noise Pop, another Planet Entertainment part of that, but they're... Uh, focusing more on the other ones like Outside Lands or Noise Pop Festival, which they were all a part of. Treasure yeah. Island was kind of an offshoot. Um, but it's still, nonetheless, uh, it is no more. So, unfortunately. Aaron, Aaron hit that nail on the head the, one what? time when he said, when he was talking about, uh, I was re-listening to this episode, and he was talking about, well, you know, there's so many festivals out there that it's really kind of killing like these. It is. And yeah. you're killing the quality of the product. It, and yeah. that was one of the ones that it started becoming watered down because yeah. there was really only four or five artists that you want to see out of the whole festival lineup. There'd be, you know, 30 bands on the lineup or whatever. But really, they knew that only four or five of those artists were like a real draw. Right. The other ones were like, you're taking a chance. They're a new and up-and-coming band. They may put on a great show. Yeah, but for a draw and like making it a destination. Yeah, in the whole world of festivals, like on our schedule. Yeah, like us now, we're thirty six, man. E- even when I get free tickets for the station, I still have to pick and choose. Like, nah, that's not even worth it. Yeah, you know? and honestly, you know, and some people are, oh my god, you know, I'd love to get free tickets. I go to every show. Yeah, well, but There's with, a bottom line though. with gas, uh, with food, with alcohol, with everything involved, even getting a free ticket, really, it's not. Yeah you're still paying quite a bit to go out and have a good time uh, and travel there. Well, we and used then, to go all the time, and then life kind of just started getting in the way. You know, yeah, I mean, when I was and... younger, you know, I mean, I, I went to quite a, f- quite a few shows. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm older, I only find myself going to a handful of shows a year. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it used to be, you know, four or five shows a month. Yeah, and I have to, I have to let the audience know that the shows that he's referring to, the few shows that he goes to every year – it's all midget burlesque shows. <laughs> every yeah, single well, one. Yeah, well, let's not talk about the type of shows. Okay? Oh, okay. That, yeah, that we're, we're meandering. Let's, uh, you know, all right. let's not get into all that. You know. uh, speaking of taboo, Tool has released their <laughs> new uh, artwork, album title, and song list. Well, not song list, oh but apparently God. what it is, they're saying there's only seven songs on this new album. Hey, that's fine. With uh, a couple transition type songs. I guess like Segway, you know, yeah. their albums have been known for those. It's over 80 minutes and there's only seven songs. So oh, it's, yeah. It's definitely not like radio friendly. There's no, the, it, from what we're hearing on the press release and from where, what we're gathering, the first single was released, it was 10 and a half minutes long. Oh, yeah. that We're playing an edited version on the radio now that's about six and a half. What? Oh, Fear Inoculum? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little bit out of the, um, some of the repetitive parts towards the end but it's about six and a half on the radio and it sounds really good i love it i, oh, I mean me it's a return, a return to form for tool but like charles what do you think we were t- we were texting back and forth yeah tell the listeners what what was your kind of um take on it so what i love what i loved about that song was that it's it's really it's it's all tool like they didn't try to recreate the wheel they didn't try to move on you know sometimes you like it when artists kind of grow and they evolve and stuff but but it, with Tool, it's we really wanted what they what, what they give you, and that's long kind of p- 
Pink Floyd-esque, like, really deep philosophical, you know, grinding song. The kind of songs that really hit you, you could feel the, the vibrations of it, like, through your entire body. You had a good point about how Maynard has, they've, this has been 13 years since their uh, first single and album that has come out since 2006. Yeah. You made a good point about how Maynard has done Pussifer as well as A Perfect Circle since then. Yep. Been active in both bands recently. But none of that seems to be rubbing off. Nope. You made a good point with that. Like, nope. what, you know, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, actually, uh, I'm a big fan of both. Like, really, a lot of people will go, yeah, I love all of Maynard's groups. But, like, I really, you know, like, I really do enjoy all of them. Yeah, I'm same here. I'm a huge fan. They're in its own thing, though. Like, each yeah, one is unique, right? Exactly. And I, I really felt like none of that kind of shone through on, on Fear Inoculum. I didn't think any of that came through. In fact... I was like, well, there's elements from other songs and from other Tool albums I recognize in this song, and I'm perfectly okay with that. I think that's great. Like there was there wasn't like riffs, like whole like maybe 10 second long guitar riffs that I was like, oh, I recognize that from 10,000 Days, or I recognize that from this song, you know, over here on a like an undertow or something. And it really, I was like, I don't care. It's all put together in one kind of beautiful thing. It, and I, I think know, it, it grows awesome. it grows on you too. Yeah. Uh, at first listen, you may kind of like dismiss it as a typical. Oh, it's tools sound the same, and I love nothing it. new here. But if I think if you listen a lot more, you hear that Danny Carey man, especially with his drum set. Oh God, it's almost like he's just gradually, gradually getting away from the snare altogether, and it's all these really cool like tabla and um, electronic sounds, as well as like toms. Like it just sounds like just so rhythmic and tribal and yeah. really cool. Like it just sounds, yeah, man, absolutely. I, I, I really dug it. So. I I love I, lo- I can't forward wait to it. I cannot wait and I love that it's seven songs I love the long Tool oh, yeah. songs I'm, I'm all you know my my favorite so- Tool song um, is Right in Two and that song is super long I, I love that one song. of my favorites is Jombie oh Jombie's seven great. and a half minutes oh, I love Jombie um, but it's great too here's uh, Danny Carey talking about um, some of the stuff with the band check it out alternative to what other people label as alternative that actually is all sounds the same or whatever and I think people can identify that and they can relate to it and they desire the real thing when it's available you just gotta stick to your laurels and believe in what you're doing and not do it for money do it for the art of it and then you can't lose right yep. and he's got a good point there hell yeah and they've always been one of those bands that they never compromise and they're not trying to do radio singles and nope. what you want them to do or what you have in your mind about Tool and you know, so a lot of people kind of get disappointed or upset or whatever, but I'm just enjoying the ride, you know? Yeah. I, I like it. Just like whatever they're doing, I'm into in terms of appreciating it for the art that it is. Oh, know? me too. Big right. time. God, I hope they never stop. And I hope, and honestly, I hope they never stop taking five to ten years to release each album because, I mean, it's – and, and well, that's horrible because most people are like, come on, Charles. Honestly, man, like, honestly, I only see them doing like one more album maybe oh, in their yeah. entire career. Probably at this rate, uh, uh, what's going on with this? That we're probably not going to get another album for ten years. Then yeah. they're going to be in their fifties, and then it'll be like almost the final tour. And I, Maynard doesn't strike me as the guy that's going to do any kind of greatest hits or any of that shit. Yeah. And once Danny Carey, the drummer, feels like he can't fucking do that shit, kind of oh, yeah. like well Neil Peart from Rush. Yeah. He's like I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so the band's just like, well, we're done. They're not going to pull a kiss and, you know. Yeah, get a replacement, yeah. some young guy that's going to do it, you know. Yar. You hear that? 
That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar, you need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar. All right, well, uh, moving on, more rock news. Jack White issuing the 20th anniversary edition of their White Stripes debut. Oh, okay. This is pretty cool. It's on Third Man Records. It's the new vault package, and it has all kinds of cool shit, like um, a DVD with some live performances, live at Paychecks in Michigan, live at the Magic Stick in Detroit from 1999 um, uh, on DVD for the first time, live at the Ritz uh, LP live release, Self-titled LP outtakes, all kinds of outtakes from their self-titled debut for the first time on white vinyl. Uh, so check that out. That's uh, cool. Pretty cool. Jack White always does a good job with you know all the extras and pulling out everything you know. Yeah, he's you could, everywhere. You could possibly want for that era and that band and that album. That's everything you need right there. So that's pretty cool. Check it out. Uh, so we were talking for a while about Scott Weiland's widow and his. X, there's like two of them involved, I guess. This oh, yeah. His second wife, Mary Forsberg, and then this lady, Jamie Wach- Wachtel. Just Wachtel. like Chris Cornell. Same thing. They both filed a claim against his estate more than three years ago, saying she was owed sixty, almost $65,000. Uh, she said that they had a prenup uh, before their 2013 wedding. She was his latest wife, in which it was stipulated that Scott would put $2,000 into a separate account each month that they were married with the provision that the amount would increase by 7% annually. She claims Scott only made two deposits on that agreement who, before his death. Who uh, who does a prenup like that? Like, who actually sits yeah, down Yeah, you gotta put $2,000 into my account every oh my month, you God. know? Like, what the fuck kind of shit is and that? Raises by 7%. It's not 7%. based on love yeah. or anything. It's just like, yeah, I need to get my money, so... Uh, That's crazy. Uh, anyway, apparently she didn't... Uh, the, the time had lapsed. And, the, and she didn't do her paperwork properly, so the judge threw it out. So good, you know? Stupid idiot. It's <laughs> <laughs> just my idiot. opinion. Look at this photo. I love this photo. I had to include <laughs> it. Uh, well, well, we'll get to this photo in just a second. Real quick headline. Jack White and Jack Blatt uh, made headlines earlier this summer when they hung out at Tenacious D Show. I don't know if you remember when we reported on that one. Yeah. Uh, well, now they've recorded a song. Dope. At his uh, Jack White studio. Uh, in Nashville last weekend. He told the crowd at the latest show, quote, Jack White, we, we went over to his house and recorded a brand new song. There's no word on when the song will come out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I can't imagine nice. what that's going to be. That's going to be pretty cool. All right, last rock story of the week. A funny one. 
we're looking at a photo of a cougar uh, <laughs> and James Hetfield both like kind of growling. Oh yeah. But it's because apparently a woman scared a cougar away from herself and her dog during a hike by blasting Metallica music on her phone. Oh, there you go. It was the song Don't Tread on Me from yeah, I don't know why it was that song, but That's was, crazy. Uh she played that song and apparently the predator it um it went viral. And so James Hetfield himself heard about it and not only called her on the phone but sent her a selfie to prove it was him because she didn't believe it was really him. Oh no way. <laughs> She's like I don't believe this is James Hetfield and he sent her a selfie. I didn't get that one, but he's like taking a photo like, yeah, yeah. hey, it's me. Well, you know that that I actually heard this story, and it, and it, I also heard that the reason why it was uh, the reason why it shied away was because it was a special kind of cougar. Mm. It was a cougar. Oh yeah, that's right. Cougar. Cougar. It's a special breed that uh, it's it, it's been brought up to yep. Metallica. Yep. So it absolutely hates Metallica. Yeah. Because it's all it's listened to its entire mm-hmm. life in the little cougar den where yep. it's been brought up. Exactly. And so. it goes back to its children and says, "Would you like some food?" <laughs> give me fuel, give me fire, <laughs> give me that which is desire, give me rah. All right, let's move on. On this day of music history trivia, guys, on this day, on Friday, this day, August nice. 9th in 1995, nice. the original members of this band play together for the first time since 1980. What group was it? Oh. Was it A, Kiss, B, Led Zeppelin, or C, Black Sabbath? Charles, oh Charles we'll start with you. I'm the only well, I'm the only person here. Uh let's see. So Charles will start with you. Well and we'll we come have, back we to have me. Your sister here. Yeah. She can, She's she been can hiding. Guess. She can she can uh, A, B, or C. She can wager a, a guess here. <laughs> wager. Okay, so ninety five, uh Friday, August night. So it's definitely not Led Zeppelin. Um I would say it's Probably not D, a Coke-fueled David Crosby. I will say that all of these bands were actively touring. The only reason I put Led Zeppelin, Page, and Plant were touring at this time. Yeah. But I did not put that that way. Uh, you know, I'm going to go... Um, I'm actually going to go with Kiss, because at the time, Ozzy Osbourne had his own kind of thing going. Yeah. Um, And I know, like, in 93... 92 or 93, he released No More Tears, and that was a, a pretty big hit. And so he was like on his own kind of All right. thing going. Yeah, so I think I, I don't think it's Black Sabbath. I don't think it's Led Zeppelin. I don't think it's a Coke fueled Dave Crosby. I think it's Kiss. All right. Yeah. Christina, what's your guess? Uh, I'm going to go with C, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, okay. Both good guesses. Charles is correct. Yeah. The original members yeah. of KISS play together for the first yeah. time since 1980. Thank you, Steven, from Colorado. <laughs> Not, he, he texted me the answer. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. Right? He's a big texter. He is. He, he's a big texter. Um, KISS Unplugged was the unplugged MTV special that they did. Not counting Ace Frehley's 1976 wedding, this was, it also marked the only time the original members had performed without makeup. Oh. Yeah. It okay. was on that MTV Unplugged special, if you look it up. Kiss nice. performed with them without makeup, and it was the first time since 1980 that they actually played together. And it was like, I'm gonna rock and roll all night. The appearance went over so well that Chris and Freely rejoined the band in 96. Uh, the subsequent outing becomes the top-grossing tour that year. Believe oh, it, yeah. Believe it or not. Nice. 
how how do they tone down those songs for Unplugged? I know, right? How do they do that? I mean, I know like Alice in Chains is pretty dope, but you could, you could definitely tone down those songs. It'd be interesting. I don't know. I, you know, I'd have to go back and watch it. I yeah. bet you it'd probably be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, for sure. some of some of those songs might might actually work. You know, who yeah. knows? Who knows? I know. I so I had a a, a Deftones uh, DVD there for there was like uh, Hawaii kind of a thing for a while, and I used uh-huh. to watch it. And I remember at one point the guitarist was like. Man, I'm tired of all this acoustic shit. When are we going to go back to rocking out, man? And he said that, like, right in front of, like, Chino. And Chino's like, you know, Chino loves those acoustic uh, versions. That's hilarious, Sam. He just called him out. Yeah, he just called him right out in front of everyone. Chino, like, looks at him and sometimes you gotta, Sometimes you got to do that, too, right? Like, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to call him out. All right. One last trivia question, guys, this week. On this day in 1974, four members of this group died in a plane crash. On this day, August 9th, 1974, uh, it wasn't the entire band. It was a um, you know a good chunk of it. Yeah. What was the band? Was it A, Chase, B, Leonard Skinner, or C, Mott the Hoople, or D, I'm going to go take a piss. <laughs> is it D? Is it D? I'm going to go take a piss. Okay, so I already know the answer to this one, Chris. So it's Leonard Skinner, and I and 1974 Leonard Skinner. It has to be Leonard Skinner because I know that that band, the majority of that band, died in a in a plane crash. Um, you know, and I know that uh, I know it was a big heartache for a lot of the South, all you Southern guys. But it was actually, um, actually, I believe. Now look at Daisy. Look at Daisy walking in here. I believe that I'm just rattling on because I have nothing else to say about this <laughs> other than the fact that the trivia answer is Leonard Skinner. I even forgot what letter it was. Uh, I think, I it, think was it was B. B, yeah. Yeah, Leonard Skinner. And I know that Leonard Skinner, I know that the that uh, the majority of that band died in a plane crash. And I know that, you know, it was, um, you know, I think they only recorded like maybe an album or two after that. But and I know that before he got on the plane, the lead singer of Leonard Skinner said, "If I leave here right, tomorrow, yeah." And then I I just kind of rambled on for a while. It's good radio. Yeah, because the trivia, like the trivia questions, it's like, oh, I answered that question, and then you're like, oh, what else do I talk about for that time? <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. Yeah, so I just made up a bunch of shit. I said, well, it was cool. probably B because Leonard Skinner, you know. They love rock and roll, and there's a plane, and planes yeah. love rock and roll, and yeah. they're made of metal, and oh yeah. Um, so what'd you guys? What, what'd you guess? I guess Leonard Skinner, man. Leonard Skinner, uh, Christina. Chase. Chase. Christina is correct. Christina is correct. She Sweet is. Zombie she, w- she wins a handshake and a pat on the back. Good nice. job. Good nice. job. Happy as, birthday. As well as your choice of. Butterfinger candy bar, <gasps> uh, peanut-filled <gasps> pretzel, <gasps> or spicy peanut. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> Here's the track. I, you know, I had to look this band up because I did not know. Yeah. I haven't heard anything from this band. Oh, we have an ad, of course. Oh, like they sound very new. Right. Sounds like a baseball game. They actually sounded kind of cool. They reminded me of that era, like Chicago, with the real horn section. It was a track called Get It On. 
There. Oh, by the way, audience, there are nine members of this band. Yeah, that's a great little cover too. That's like such a '70s thing. It's all orange. They're all standing around, black orange and white, and brown. Pretty cool shit, right? I actually really like it. Yeah, I really like it. He's got a cool voice. Yeah. The lead singer of this band and the founder of it, unfortunately. Oh, he's one of the ones that died? Well, unfortunately, yes. He passed away along with, um, who was it? They were on their way to the Jackson County Fair, um, died in a crash of a chartered twin engine Piper Twin Comanche in Jackson, Minnesota. He was only 39. Pilot and co-pilot were killed, as were the keyboardist Wally John or Wally Yon, guitarist John Emma, and drummer Walter Clark. Wow, yeah. So we got we learned a very important lesson today here, audience, and that's don't listen to Charles because <laughs> Charles doesn't know <laughs> hey, shit. Hey, well, you got you got the one before that. Yeah, that's true. So I did. You know, hey, you know, I did. Don't listen to Charles all the time. All the time, especially when it makes shit up. <laughs> all right, look at this. Uh, Movie TV entertainment news this week. Bam Margera has entered rehab. No. Yeah, and apparently it's all because of Dr. Phil. Oh, my God. Did you hear that story last week Dr. we were talking Phil? about? Like, yeah, Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil? Uh, you need to stop running yeah. yourself into a wall, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, you need to stop jumping off a cliff. Yeah. And uh, running your motorcycle yeah. no, into I'm, your yeah. garage door. No, I'm not going to What cash, do you think? I'm, I'm not going to cash you up. Doing a bunch of cocaine <laughs> and jumping now you sound like dude from South into your pool. <laughs> Is gonna do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Drugs like, are bad. Okay. <laughs> Remember the catch me outside girl? Yeah. How about he's that? Like, yeah. How about that? Yeah. He's like, oh my god. Anyway, so You're uh, a horrible, <laughs> horrible person. Doctor Phil has apparently he re- Bam Margera for whatever reason reached out to Doctor Phil saying Weird. like, uh, hey, help me and my family. Uh, he said, I need your help in a big way. Uh, my family is in shambles. There's been a lot of shit of uh, Bam Margera just doing a lot of weird shit, though, being really, like, wasted and unprofessional. Like, there was this thing where he was supposed to do, like, a comedy appearance or appearance at a club. Yeah. And he came there, and it was during the sound check, and he was fucking wasted, right? And his manager was there with him, and he shows up, and there was video uh, footage. Somebody was in the lobby or whoever worked there was, like, filming it. And he's like, what the fuck, man? There's nobody here. There's no one here. And it was like, bam, this is the sound check. It's 6 <laughs> o'clock. The doors aren't open yet. Like, they didn't even open the doors yet. And he was so pissed off that he left, and he canceled the show that night. Wow. Because no one was there, but it was like 6 or 7 in the evening, and the show didn't even open till 8. That's great. And there was an opening thing, and so no, who, who's going to be there, you know? Yeah. And he was all upset. He's like, you know. Well, there's no one here. What the fuck? You know, I thought this was going to be a sellout. This is just a cry for media attention, though, because really, how many therapists that are 10 times better than Dr. Phil could he go to and pay? He could go to at least like Dr. Drew and be like, you know, he's legit in in a lot of ways, you know? I think more so than fucking Dr. Phil. You You know know what he needs? He just, it seems like he just needs some crow's milk. (laughs) Could (laughs) be. Some crow's milk could Could be. be good to go. Uh, Could be. We have a, a snazzy new commercial for Crow's Milk. Oh, thank you, Crow's Milk. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, 
I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm, thick. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right, and the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? Really, really reach, reach in there, in there. you know, think about it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. Thank you, crow's milk. Thank you, crow's milk. Uh, uh, that's always, what he needed. You know, sometimes you just yeah. need that extra little push over the cliff. Mm-hmm. You know, the, It's like, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Speaking of pushing over the cliff, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Dolph Lundgren. Oh, they both got pushed off cliffs? <laughs> that is not true, Uh-oh. but they have teamed up again. The Expendables and Rocky co-stars oh, have geez. reunited for an action drama series that's going to... They're shopping it around. They're yeah. getting everybody all excited about it. Fox, CBS, NBC, Netflix, Apple are all reportedly interested. Oh, I already know what it's called. It's called The Extendables. Guess guess what the plot is. I'll scroll up a little bit so you can't see. Charles, in your mind, yeah. what would be the plot of these two? Okay, so Sylvester Stallone is an, is an old, retired um, uh, Navy SEAL and Army Ranger. Okay. And, and he was also uh-huh. in the Marines. And Dolph Lundgren is an old, retired boxer slash Navy SEALs, and at one point they fought an alien in the jungle, and they survived, Uh and then they were called back because another horde of nasty aliens came out, and they need to go get a team together, Right, and the team consists of all kinds of people, including Rampage Jackson, and uh, and Billy Corgan, William Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins, and Taylor Swift, his daughter, all come together to form one team to fight off aliens. That sounds a lot better than what this is. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, they, they're going to be, quote, Lundgren will be playing a covert operative at the De- Department of Safety and Security at the UN who acts as the UN's secret special agent. Oh. A one-man SWAT team and hostage negotiator. Oh, okay. And at S- one point he says, I will break you. <laughs> the same report <laughs> indicates Stallone may direct the pilot, so it doesn't look like he's going to be actually starring in it. No, oh, okay. So he's directing it. Maybe he will star in it. I don't know. Uh, so there you go. You know, uh, Sylvester Stallone, uh, did did we discuss on the show how he got nothing from the Rocky yeah, movie? Yeah, almost movies? nothing. Like yeah. he got a payout initially, yeah. and he sold all the rights like a dumbass. Oh, like, man. He was, you know, and... He was trying to break in the the industry, you know, it was the 70s, it was one of those times, right, like, he had a great 
idea, and he had a he wrote it, he directed mm-hmm. it. It was like all his kind of baby. He directed the first one, but the second one he did. He wrote the first. one. Yeah, he wrote the first one, didn't direct it, but the second one he wrote and directed. Anyway, sold all the rights because it was probably a nice figure at the time. Yeah, but in the long run, you look at it and like, dude, what'd you do? Yeah, you know? what an idiot. Um, speaking of someone who didn't sell the rights and who is. Uh, Continuing now for a record. Check it out. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Has no end in sight, apparently, because it is set for its 14th season on FX. Tying. Get this. For the record, ABC's The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet as the longest-running live-action comedy series. Awesome. So if they do one more series, they're going to beat the record. Oh, I I love it, man. I can't stop watching that show. It's so funny. It's one of my favorites. Uh uh, okay, so here's the thing. The FX Network's chairman, John Landgraf, said this, quote, It's completely up to them. We'll absolutely make more seasons if the game chooses to make more seasons. So Rob McElhenney, uh, I don't know if that's how you say it, uh, Glenn Howerton, Charlie Day, uh, also Caitlin Olson, Danny DeVito, they're still all on board, and the 14th season is coming up. Oh, great. Can't I'm wait. so happy. Uh, that's going to be awesome. So, shit, I wanted to have Aaron here for this next one because he was the one that's been singing the praises of cord cutting lately. Oh, yeah. He's taking yeah. the plunge. He's yeah. cutting the cord. Apparently, he's got this outrageous Comcast build that's like over 200 bucks. Oh, jeez. He's like, wants to get it down, right? So now, the they're saying these cord cutting uh, households have jumped up to 19.2% oh, in yeah. 2019. Number of pay TV down four percent, um, and they're still it's still a high number, but yeah, at 85, 86 million, yeah. Uh, but so if the negative growth holds, though, the number of households subscribing to pay TV, uh, pay TV services will drop below 80 million by 2021, which is a big deal, yeah, and that's been the lowest it's ever been since I think they've almost been recording these numbers. Oh, yeah, dude, it was like. It was probably, it had to have been about 10 years ago. No, 10 plus, 10 plus years ago that I looked at my cable bill and I was like, yo, what the fuck am I doing I know, here? I know. And it was, that was back when Hulu still had commercials and, know. you know, Netflix was like six bucks a month. And I had all of that. I got all of that stuff and it's I had It's kind of no hard issue. to make the argument now. I can't even really barely make an argument for, um, for us and what we're paying as well. Yeah. We're paying almost, it's 180 bucks. Oh yeah, that's a But lot. we have... HBO, Cinemax, Showtime. Yeah. Um, all the premium channels. You mean uh, Skinemax, Skin Time. <laughs> um, all the premium Spio. channels, and then, like, pretty much every every channel out there, all with the, like, voice uh, control thing, which I really like. Yeah. And that's one thing maybe that I think they're going to start, what do you call it, um, doing that for the um, YouTube and other things, like making their remotes better. Oh, yeah. Because the remotes aren't um, good f- right now for oh, streaming. Yeah. Like uh, like Roku, apps. you can plug in yeah. the earphones. And, so the yeah. Roku's got that. They're the ones kind of leading that charge, right? Oh, yeah. And that's what I want to talk to Aaron about because apparently he ordered the Roku and all that shit. Anyway, uh, the last thing on this little subject is Disney announced their twelve ninety nine buzz a bundle for Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. Oh, that's really good. So, but it still has ads. That's awesome. It's not ad free. That's the catch. Oh, that's not awesome. That sucks, Disney. We can get those ads out. Of there. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Apparently, doing? apparently, as it stands right now, you can get H or Hulu for five ninety nine a month with ads. 
ESPN four ninety nine a month. Yeah. So you can get both of these for technically ten dollars, right? You, you know what? Except for Disney, which is not available yet. I'll take that back because I know at some point in time Disney's going to be a, one of our sponsors. So <laughs> forgive me, Disney. I, I highly doubt forgive that. Forgive me, Disney. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it is a good deal. That's, 12, that's the bottom of the barrel deal, like with ads and everything. But that's still a pretty good deal for people that want to like keep their kids happy. I think you know, and yeah, and it's kind of a, a compromise. You know, Hulu, some original programming as well as classic shows that I think they got like Seinfeld and some of those like you know flagship shows, and then ESPNs like all the sports. A lot yeah. of the guys. That's really the big deal is that you can't get local sports on these streaming services. Yeah. So for ESPN to kind of join in on that that's a big deal so come on disney Um, we have like fucking five thousand listeners come on disney (laughs) we're getting up there okay this was interesting only reason i'm bringing it up is because it's one of the first games ever that's going to be having live gambling oh wow that's going on during the game so here's the deal it's the redskins oh racist (laughs) gambling and it's got to be the red redskins i know right uh so it's nbc sports washington Here's the deal. You'll get rewarded as a viewer if you correctly predict game events. It will be free to play. Network will give away $1,000 to one winner per quarter each of the game. Oh, okay. So they give away $4,000 over the course of the game. The Redskins will be the first team to do this following a model established by the NBA's Washington Wizards, which offered free contests during the regular season. Oh, okay. So the network, it's specific to the network. It's not like, you know, everybody... Can has can have access to it. Yeah, the network will continue to show a traditional broadcast on its main channel. The gambling focused telecast airing simultaneously on its secondary channel, NBC Sports Washington Plus. Mm, so sounds like a gamble. That's yeah, right. I think it's kind of interesting. At least you know, honestly, I, me as like not a huge sports fan at all. If they included something like that, I would be more inclined to watch it. Yeah. If, if I was sitting at Applebee's and there was a way that I could bet on what was going on in the game at the moment like a almost like a roulette wheel where it's like okay this team's got the ball do you think they're gonna make a gain right now oh yeah yeah do you think they're gonna lose yardage Mm -hmm. and if you just bet a dollar or something either way that's kind of cool yeah i might be into that you know it's like when uh i remember being a kid and uh going to the almond tree and uh watching all the old people eat their food and then look up at the tv screen and see the (laughs) Yeah, it's like a, it's like a little lotto thing. Everybody, oh, yeah, yeah. everybody in the restaurant was playing. Oh, it was probably like Kino. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Or Bingo or Kino and it, or. And you were like, you told the waitress, "Hey, I want to play," and she would bring over yep. a thing, and then you'd win some money. Yeah, that shit's cool. I mean, you know, honestly, it's like what what else is the point of sitting there watching a fucking sports game half the time? Yeah. If you're not getting anything out of it, like you know, yeah, go team. Oh man, I just wait. Or they lost. Oh, I wasted two and a half hours here. Yeah, sitting doing nothing. Right, like. At least you might as well, like, I don't know, get something out of that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking whatever. Oh, big time. Uh, World news this week. Lots of stuff going on in China. Oh, yeah. As the Hong Kong government, uh, the protests are still going on over there. Lots of violence, illegal protests. They're saying uh, extremely dangerous. Uh, China warned that it wouldn't let the situation go on. China's official news said they will not sit idly by and let the situation continue. But these people are fucking pissed because the protests have become the most serious Oh, excuse me. The most serious political crisis in Hong Kong since it returned to Chinese rule yeah. uh, 22 years ago. So it's a big deal over there right now. Oh, big time. And, uh, you know, more power to the people that are protesting, I say, uh, to, you know, uh, bring the government 
to current modern times, and we're not these people. Are, they're not going to put up with it. Oh yeah, and, and China is, is the the thing that they're doing. The police force over there is they're just doing the wrong thing, and they're doubling down. Instead of going, okay, maybe in the spirit of compromise, you know, but they're like, no, absolutely, you cannot protest here. And you know, the protesters yeah. they don't like that shit. You know, no. do, yeah, it's crazy. They've got, especially people who have nothing left to lose, you know, those people are going to do crazy stuff. Well, China, China has stabilized the currency, being part of this trade war that's going on right now. Uh, U.S. is saying they're a currency manipulator. Stocks have recovered some yesterday as the currency was stabilized. Experts continue to worry that there could be a prolonged trade war, though, so that's not looking good. Uh, also, a little finance more info. Apple's credit card. Have you heard about this thing? This new Apple credit card. It's only apparently you like you had to sign up for it, and only they only allowed like um, a couple thousand people out of the hundreds of thousands that signed up. Yeah, to get a card. Wow, look at that! And it'll be it's like a simple uh, metal card. It's got a little Apple symbol, your name, yeah. but it has no credit card information on it. On the physical card, yeah. it's titanium, and it has no credit card numbers, no expiration date, or security code on it. Well, you know, you know, to actually to use the card, you have to download software to use the card. And oh, then yeah. that software, you also need to download that software to use that software I know, right? to use the card. And then you also have to download that software. And then it's got no um, MP3 software. input, and it's got no yeah. headphone jack. Yeah, but they don't get viruses. No. Uh, users get 3% cash back on Apple products, 2% on Apple Pay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's really not that great of an idea, and it's <laughs> just kind of fucking weird that Apple is trying to get in on every fucking thing. Yeah. It's almost like Amazon, you know, the way yeah. they're, like, trying to control, like, a share of everything going on kind of deal. But, you know, that's how it is in Japan. Like, Nissan doesn't just make cars there. They make toasters and shit. Like, oh, they've yeah. got everything. They're, 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 Same thing with China, yeah, right? Sony. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, that's the whole deal, like getting all the shit that we see at the dollar store mm-hmm. that's it's uh, that's all from china yeah it's just all just like random ass shit right like a grill scrubber and a toilet fucking thing and yeah you know this thing and that and it's all we all get it from them because they're into industry and they know yeah and they're you know absolutely consumers right? get go go use my tony or my sony uh, plunger when you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack. The drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it. Today. (laughs) Well, speaking of Tonys and Sonys, Tony Morrison in memoriam this week, unfortunately, passing away um and man she she was an amazing author Hell yeah uh, the first and only black u.s citizen to receive the nobel literature prize awarded in 1993 yeah uh, beloved that was the one that won when oprah winfrey had her in her book club that really brought her to prominence with song of solomon the bluest eye paradise a lot of great um books um 
so unfortunately she was in memoriam this week oprah bought the rights to one of one or two of her books it was it was pretty big deal i mean she was she was pretty awesome she told the story of american uh slaves back in the you know in the 1850s and stuff you know Beloved was set during the American Civil War, inspired by the true story of an African-American slave, Margaret Garner, who escaped slavery in Kentucky. Uh, So that was, you know, it's all based in fact and, you know, good for her for exposing that stuff and writing about it and being very passionate and creative, uh, you know, her Mm -hmm. whole life. So shout out Toni Morrison. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, some other unfortunate things, you know, with El Paso and Dayton to report this week as well as the Gilroy Garlic Festival. FBI is now opening a domestic terror probe into it. He had a list and all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really unfortunate, man. I don't want to like start getting into all that stuff, but uh, it just needs to be talked about briefly that uh, you know it's going on. Be aware. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a really sad situation. And, you know, you know, one of them, his girlfriend actually came out and said, oh, there was warning signs. And then yeah. another one, the mother was like, yeah, I called the police and said, um, you know, I didn't really feel comfortable with my son having a gun. And you know what? Even though she called the police and said that and they, they found the record of that, she did, never said her name. She never said her son's name. She, she But they, they right. found out it was her. It's kind of one of those things to where, hey, if you see somebody acting kind of wonky and they seem like, you know, they're sitting here rocking back and forth talking about how people should die and you know they have assault rifles, like maybe – do something about it because you know the the fact that people can access regardless of what your political beliefs are regardless of what your opinion of of guns are if like the accessing these things it's it's fairly easy yeah um actually i'm i'm a gun owner me too i have a i have i own guns yeah and uh, i'm not um, like fucking bragging about it or i don't care if they restrict anything or tax anything and i'll tell you go for it yeah go go for it i'll tell you it's pretty easy i mean there's a question on the when you're going to buy it when you're going to buy it it says do you have a mental disorder and and you have a you can check yes or no and that's not that's not enough that's not enough yeah that's not enough that's like saying you know (laughs) yeah are you crazy? Are you batshit crazy? Do you do you get upset? Yeah, do you, you know? get upset? If you were like on a, you know, thing like that. Anyway, and one one thing that I wanted to point out too that a comparison that I want to bring up about this gun thing and then we'll move on because I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But the way I look at it with this whole like gun tax, there's like a gun tax that people are talking about. The like, oh my god, we get taxed so much already. Why why are they taxing us more? And it's this $25 that goes to, like, help families and educating kids in the community that are affected by gun violence and stuff. And it's like, how could you be opposed to that? And fun programs that stop people from committing these acts of violence. It's kind of like when I I was in Toronto and Canada, when I was, like, blown away at how expensive beer and cigarettes were. It was because a good chunk of that goes to fund the health care that those people are contributing to the smokers and the drinkers are the ones that are in the hospitals for fucking problems right yeah they're putting a huge cost and burden onto the healthcare system for the same type of shit right yeah. so why not why not have yeah. the smokers and alcohol uh drinkers pay for that yeah you're paying for your own health insurance in a way right yep I don't know. I, Why not I, yeah. the same for the fucking gun owners and these restrictions? Yeah, you're paying totally. a little extra $25 to here and there for this and that. It goes to good things, though, 
and being a gun owner or a, a purchaser, if you're already spending five hundred dollars, what's an extra twenty twenty five dollars? Yeah, really? or an extra wa- an extra week of a waiting period. Like who? Who cares? Yeah. Honestly, I have friends on both sides of the, sp- the political spectrum, and, and all sides of the political spectrum because the political spectrum's everywhere right now. But honestly, I, a lot of a lot of them kind of agree that hey, like who cares if you who have cares? to wait a little? I longer. still want to own my gun. I don't want you to take. It, you know, I, I don't want to say all that about taking my guns away. But I don't think that would be right if the gun, you know, people came and take your guns away. It should be a voluntary thing if you want to turn it in. Maybe you get an incentive, something like that. But at the same time, it's like, who cares if you're going to fucking uh, charge extra money for programs like yeah, that? Or make people wait a little bit longer. Anyway, let's move on. don't want to talk about all that stuff. Uh, this was interesting on Conspiracy Corner this week. Not really conspiracy, but I thought it was funny. Um, there's going to be robots on the street yeah. from Amazon. I love that song, by the way, Robots on the Street. What's, who sings that? Oh, no, no, I just totally oh, made okay. that. Oh. Was, that was That's a actually cool name for a song, though. My band Severe Tire Damage did that oh, song. There you go. Robots on the Street. Robots yeah. on the Street. That's it was an it EP. It was like it was a kind of a rare release. Yeah. That's right. Kind of forgot about it. Robots That's right. On the street. That was the intro. There we go. Nice. Danny Carey actually did the tabla, <laughs> tabla drums on that. Little known fact. Yeah, Danny Carey. Uh so yeah, Amazon Prime has got these look at describe this little thing, Charles, uh the little robot. Describe it for the listeners, how it's gonna deliver your packages. So, um do you guys remember the movie Short Circuit? <laughs> yes. With the robot there, Johnny Five. Mm-hmm. Um this looks nothing like that or <laughs> even remotely close to that movie uh, whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, it just like a little box. Okay, with, you know what it does look wheels. like? You remember that movie uh Flight of the Navigator? What is this? Oh, look at that. Oh, a birthday cake, birthday cake. Birthday cake. for yeah. Christina. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank oh, Dahlia's bringing in a little birthday cake. She just made a cake. birthday to you. Hey, you got to post a picture of that on the... You got to post a picture. Oh, let me, get, let me get a picture really quick. Yeah, so... So, Dahlia, can you describe it to the audience? Um, it's a, it's a, it's a cake. It's like, um, it's got some white frosting and sprinkles on the top. What is that candle? Nice. Oh, it does? Wow. Check that out. I didn't even see that. That's really nice of you. That's awesome. That's awesome, Dolly. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. It, it, it looks like it will taste awesome. That's what it looks like. It looks It looks like a pile of awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much. That That's awesome. Very cool. No, no you're you great. You're great. Thank you, babe. Good job. Uh, That's a new segment. That's going to be a new segment. <laughs> yeah, come in with a cake We're in the middle talking. of the episode. <laughs> Comes in and bakes <laughs> you a cake. Come in and bake a cake. You've set a high bar nice. now. Nice. All right, guys. Uh, weekly What the Fuck this week. We're almost done here. Finishing it up with some crazy stories. A first in the history of toilets, guys. Oh. This the, we're looking at a toilet that is completely shattered. Uh, it had to happen in Florida, right? Yeah. Oh God, everything happened in Florida. A direct lightning strike on a septic tank oh, in Florida in Port Charlotte caused a toilet to literally explode, sending porcelain shards rocketing around the bathroom like missiles. Uh, apparently, the lightning set off the methane gas which had built up in the septic tank. Wow. They were in bed when it occurred. 
but uh, for some major home renovation work, they're, they're in for it. It took them three hours to assess the damage. Said the sanitary pipe is completely gone. The lid of the septic tank blew off, and the toilet was demolished, too. Whoa. Plumber said it might be the first in the history of toilets. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Crazy. I love that. That's also the name of, of, a, of a song, a rock song. <laughs> first in the history of toilets. It's okay. a ballad. Check out this crazy dog. He's still alive and totally fine. Winston, the immortal French bulldog. He fell six stories from Whoa. the roof of a Manhattan apartment building, crashed through the roof of a sunroof of a parked car, and walked away without a single broken bone. Wow. He got away from his owner after a walk and bolted to the roof of their apartment building. He didn't look where he was going and bolted right over the edge. He spent a night in the veterinary hospital after getting a few stitches, but otherwise, there's a photo of him getting pulled out of the car. Wow. And there he is afterwards. Okay, so that's either a <laughs> Disney movie or a movie uh, directed by Sylvester Stallone starring Dolph Lundgren as the dog Sylvester owner. Stallone is actually the voice of that dog. He is. Hey. Hey. Oh, oh. What, what do you know? I, run up I just I thought it was a cat out there. What <laughs> a Jason. Uh, all right. Home upgrades go wrong. It's the last thing. Nice. Um, we we were. I wanted to bring this up because we were thought about getting a pool, and we had a bunch of quotes and shit. And in the end, we realized that the electricity cost per month, as well as the maintenance cost per oh, month, oh yeah, almost equaled about two hundred dollars. On top of the fact that it was a thirty-five thousand dollar minimum purchase, yeah, for this fucking pool, yeah, plus a two two hundred dollar a month maintenance fee. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of crazy and. Those are the things we were thinking at the time, like, oh, maybe it'll increase the value of our house, you know? Like, oh, get a pool, you know? Yeah. But a lot of people don't want to pay for that shit. Oh, yeah. They don't want to pay for pool maintenance, and people, you know, especially if you got kids, you got to build a fence around it. Yep. Make it's it, a law now. Make yeah. it safe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also saying, don't overdo the kitchen upgrade. An over-the-top kitchen in a modest house turns off buyers. Yeah. Are In your house, when you were, like, house searching recently, what was the kitchen, like, a major... The kitchen was huge for us. It had to be. It had to be an open concept. Would you kitchen. want an over the top kitchen? No, we just want. We just wanted an open concept kitchen with a nice island in the middle to where people could kind of gather around. That's, that's all we wanted. Right. Uh, Real basic. And they just say basically some other things too, like which is like a good one. Don't get an addition without professional help. Yeah. You wind up with an awkward layout or something that's not to code. You know, and uh, don't expand your house and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like we're we're starting to do all this stuff as homeowners, and I thought it was interesting because it's just like, man, you got to be careful because there's so many companies that are like, just like or freelance like independent guys that want to just get your money. And oh you yeah, want to want you to sign a contract and get going. They could tell that it's not really what you need or whatever, but they just want to. Oh, dude, get I've, that money from you. I have a good segue right there, so I'm gonna give all you. Little Facebook people out there, a nice little shout out. All of those ads on Facebook, like advertising uh, solar power, those are not legitimate ads. Those oh, those yeah. are scam ads. Like yeah. you, like no, there's no Merced, there's no county program that it gives gonna, you free yeah. solar or anything. And ultimately, the people who do that, you they sign a special clause that will allow them to put a lien on your house. Yeah, and it's. It's we're, crazy. We're doing it legitly through Costco right now, and it's still, there you go. It's still kind of risky and 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 kind of like you got to be aware. And we're going through with a fine tooth comb right now, and yeah. calling them out on all the little things. You know, make sure that we are we're all on the same page. Yeah, but yeah, do it through a legit yes. business that's through the Better Business Bureau. Yep, that's has a California license. 
And don't trust these people randomly coming up to your fucking house asking oh, yeah. you for your PG&E info and all that crazy yeah. shit. Our, uh, if you don't believe us, go look it up. Our own it's county, true. Our own county representatives have said do not fall for that Facebook It's stuff. happening a lot out here in California. Maybe not to some of you listeners in other parts of the country, but be aware. Yeah. But anyway, finishing it up for tonight. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.